Hey everyone, today's episode is a follow-up with Sarah from episode 2. So before we start, here's a quick recap from her first episode. I love love, but I am so terrified of it. What are you scared of? I feel like it's deeper and it could have been passed on in my DNA. Could be my mom's that I'm replaying her story. My mom, she feels like she lost the love of her life through a miscommunication when she was 29. And he married another woman the next day. I just feel like he's my person, you know? Like I feel like he's my match, probably similar to my mom. How long have you known him for? 11 years. Wow. You know, and that's the thing is I don't know if I've really clearly expressed my love in the best way. Oh, like your mom. <laughs> okay, that was the recap. So now let's start today's episode. All right. Mic check one, two. Can I have you say well, mic check one, two one more time? Mic check one, two. All right, Sarah. Yay! <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. Seriously, thank you so much for coming. Um, there's, I have so many questions. I've like rewatched the, the episode like multiple times and I kind of like beat myself up about it. I was like, why didn't I ask her this? Why didn't I ask her that? I think like the first question I have to ask you, and you probably already know what it's going to be, is uh, what's going on with uh, the guy you were talking about last time? Well, wow. Well, first I have to thank you. You know, just for opening that portal. Um, I did make a phone call. We did, did reconnect. And yeah, I was able to be clear about how I felt. Okay. And yeah, it's interesting. There's just so much mutual admiration and inspiration. Um, compatibility and attraction and chemistry and ultimately we just want different things okay yeah yeah that's I mean that's not bad news it's not bad news you know and that's what we both decided in that moment Mm -hmm. of like that's okay yeah of course it's heartbreaking and I actually didn't even put I was like should I put on makeup today and I was like you know what I'm probably going to cry today, so I didn't. And I'm okay with that, too. I think it's the full moon today, too, so emotions (laughs) run high anyways for me on these days. But, yeah, I'm grateful because what it did was it gave me clarity. And even after our interaction, you know, I revisited all the possibilities of what our connection is, the different beliefs in my life that have created the situation as it is ultimately yearning for people who aren't really available and I've looked at that I've looked at all the different facets of what that could be and what I've come to understand over the years and through the work that I've done through lots of different practices and mystery schools and embodiment Mm -hmm. teachers and I really am into doing the work in the body. I think all of our wisdom lives here. What I've discovered is it's all a mirror. And if I'm attracted to people who aren't available for me, that means I'm not really available for me. And so it just gave me the opportunity to look 
deeper peel back layers and then also hear back when you sent me the draft to hear my story back I've Mm -hmm. I've told it before but I've never heard it back Mm -hmm. and it was so powerful yeah that mm, I'm really grateful for that and the healing that was able to occur between me and my mom just on a deeper level you know the story I shared her story she told me that when I was like nine so of course there are pieces that were fragmented and I didn't get right or I didn't remember correctly because there was even pieces I was like really I was so sure and so it really gave me the opportunity to hear her story as an adult Right. which landed in a totally different way and to understand her better and for us to be able to you know see more clearly what we've created for ourselves and why so that we can transform that and step into experiencing the life that we both want and so thank you again for giving both of us that gift to dive deeper and to share um, with each other you know, our, our personal stories and then how they coincide, how they affect each other, how we can break out of these old patterns and really, like I said, just live the life that we want to be experiencing. Yeah, I mean, like, there's no need to thank me. I, I, so I, I feel so lucky to get to, like, hear stories like mm-hmm. yours and then not only that, but to share it with people who, like, connect with you. I, I've loved reading the comments. There's so many, like, women especially who, like, relate to your story or learn from your story. So, yeah, thank you for me and everyone. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> I think all my subscribers, Ugh. so many people were like, can you give her a hug for me? <laughs> like... <laughs> Seriously, you told me your subscribers were the best, and they are the best. The comments that I did read, I felt just so seen and heard, and and mostly they're celebrating you, which is so beautiful. So I just want to reflect to you again that, like, the work that you're doing in the world is so powerful, and it's creating a bigger ripple than you could probably ever imagine. Thank you. That means a lot. Yeah. Um, I have a... Like, you said something which I thought was interesting because I don't do follow-ups very often um, or at least I've, I've done follow-ups before but I've had people send in videos so uh-huh. I've never had a conversation with someone after they've seen themselves on my channel and you said that like you've told the story multiple times but you've never heard it back so like can you kind of walk us through like that more specifically was there certain parts that like you connected with hearing yourself share your story on on the episode yeah Hmm. There's so many layers and it's so multifaceted. I know. Um, what it did was it helped me get clear, mm-hmm. which is constantly what I'm aiming to do in my life is just refine the life experience that I do want to have. The thing is, I wouldn't change anything. Like, I, I there's nothing I would do different. Um, and so that was refreshing, too, to see that and know my story and be able to own it and and know that however it looks or however it lands for people it doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. and ultimately I feel like we're all here to get to know ourselves as sovereign beings so that we can enjoy relationship and partnership (laughs) and 
I feel like when I watched that back, I saw how consumed I was with being ready for partnership. Okay. For 15 years. My, my thing was, like, I'm getting ready to experience partnership so that when I come into union, because that's the way the vision that I've seen is, like, divine spirit love that just is contagious where we create magic and spread joy and we are doing we're on purpose living our missions together inspiring others to do the same like that's the vision that I've been holding and in watching that I I had to ask myself like you know is that because I grew up watching Disney movies like is that Mm. is that possible my mom's Actually, she's 66. I got her age wrong. She's 66. And part of what she also discovered through this was, like, maybe that wasn't the love of her life. Maybe it was just a fantasy that kept her safe because she was scared of love. Wow. Or whatever her her reason was. But to her to have that experience of when she heard that back to realize, I wouldn't change a thing either. I wouldn't have, she wouldn't have had me, she wouldn't have had my brother, and she's present to the life that she does have is the life she was meant to have. And so we didn't go into it too much deeper, but hopefully it gave her permission to also open up and create space for a new person to come in her life to experience yeah. love with. And and that's what it gave me. It gave me the ability to say, well, I'm not waiting for him to figure out what his deal is because... I can't Mm -hmm. and he's clear he doesn't think he's made for partnership and I feel clear that I am (laughs) (laughs) and that's okay yeah yeah so it it gave me the ability to just get clear instead of dancing around the truth Mm. Mm -hmm. seems like that was probably kind of scary but beautiful to realize oh my god it was scary and and also, I know I can handle anything. Yeah. And so it was taking that leap of like, okay, I may be disappointed. I may not get what I want. Um, and I'll be able to come out on the other end stronger and better and clearer and create space for somebody who wants the same things that I do. Yeah. I'm a big believer in feeling all the feelings. One of my teachers says women are like, and maybe all humans, but she, I love this. She says women are like the 88 keys of the piano. They, you know, we have this range of emotions. Mm -hmm. Some of them sound beautiful, but some of them don't. Some of them sound, you know, are dissonant, resonant. So it's a matter of like so many people, especially women, we're afraid to tap into those other emotions that maybe are uncomfortable. They don't sound so great. They don't look so great. Um, and I'm about exploring all of those and just feeling the feeling. And one of my main practices in embodiment is allowing myself the space to feel it. And then naming the sensation in the body when I do feel it and just watching that sensation. And when you watch those sensations and you name those sensations, they transform. They shift the moment you bring your awareness to them. So I just gave myself a day that can after I came home um I just gave myself that container to be sad and to feel heartbroken 
and to realize that the fantasy essentially that I created around this specific person being the one um, was an illusion that had just been broken and I had to be okay with that and so yeah it it was about a full day and it was great I journaled I meditated I got clear about what I wanted more clear about what I wanted and um, yeah I just realized that I don't know I guess there's a part of me that kind of always knew it you know I never acknowledged that before though that's why I kept him at a distance. That's probably why I never had that conversation. Mm. And he served as a catalyst for so many beautiful things in my life. And I think a part of me wanted to keep having that. And I will, probably. He does inspire me still. I don't feel... I still love him the same. Yeah, I still love him. I still love him. We will continue to be friends forever. Okay, yeah, that was my next question. Yeah. Has it taken a toll at all on your relationship? No. That's really cool. Yeah. Because, like, usually when, uh, I don't know, usually it turns out the the other way around from stories I've heard. Like, Uh as soon as you tell someone how you feel and, it, and they don't it doesn't reciprocate it makes things awkward right but um I think that just shows the unique relationship that you have with them though right well I also I follow astrology and I'm a double Libra so <laughs> Libras are all about relationship okay so <laughs> for me I'm all about how I relate to people all the time that's awesome I'm laughing because right before the interview I was asking my cousin should I ask her what sign she is my son is Capricorn Oh, it is. My okay. moon and rising are what both Libra. What do you Libra. think I am? That's a good question. <laughs> hmm. I feel like you're an earth sign. Hmm. Well, I feel like you could be a Libra. I feel like you could be... Oh shoot. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Okay, I'm gonna I have three guesses. Okay. Taurus, Leo, or Libra. Okay, pick one. You got one. It's one of those. <laughs> I can't Leo. Believe. Oh my god! You're kidding! I told you I'm into astrology. Oh, wait. How did you know that? How did you know that? Well, I'm not going to lie. The hair kind of gives it away. <laughs> Leos always have this amazing <laughs> hair. That's like the number one thing. So and then you're just, your willingness to be out, you're connecting to people, um, your smile, your like, your radiance is, yeah, very Leo. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> Because, like, I mean, I... That would be awesome if you're, li- you're rising and your moon were Libra. And I know. we're going to... We're going to... we got to figure that out. <laughs> I know. Because I have to know what time I was born for yeah, that, right? You I don't? don't know exactly what time I was born. Okay. That's the sad. We were trying to figure that out, too. But, um, yeah, so the thing is, like, I'm, like... I've been getting into astrology, not, like, intensely, but just because my cousins are super into it. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
I don't know, Shami, are you super into it or are you just into it because Alana too? Yeah, same here. But like my, our younger cousin, she's so into it. Like I'm gonna before I show her this interview where you like give away what your sign is. I'm gonna t- like tell her guess what Sarah's sign okay. is because she's and she's pretty good at guessing them too. But she's gonna get a kick out of this. How many signs are there? Twelve. Twelve. Well, okay, so in, in Western astrology, there's right. twelve. So still, it's, that's that's impressive that you were able to guess mine. That's crazy. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Dang. I can't get over that. <laughs> um, all right, so Sherman, do you have any questions? This is like a nice break for you to come in. <laughs> I know I'm like way too excited that she gets my sign. <laughs> Where did all my questions go? <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, I mean, a main thing that I want this episode to be about is you, because so many people are interested in you. And, like, I couldn't think of, like, the right questions to ask you, because I, I, I just thought maybe I'd just give the stage to you. If you could, like, just tell us more about you. Like, what do you do now? What have you, what have you done before? Like, things like that. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, my life is so multifaceted. <laughs> Um, I feel like I've lived so many incarnations in this body already. Um, Well, when I was 22, I had a spiritual awakening. No, I was 21. I had a spiritual awakening. Um, I had a near-death experience. And in that, I touched infinity. I went to the other side and just ultimate bliss. It It was just yeah, I just touched the other side. And I came back and I woke up the next day in my body and I was completely fragmented for quite a while, about three months. Um, But what I realized was essentially what I relate it to is the dark night of the soul. I had just to face myself. I was living in Texas, I was in college and my whole life changed. It was I don't really know what it was, but it was like I died to myself in a way and experienced, I don't know if it was a mystical death, I don't know what it was exactly, but it's like the human that I was before. I remember who that human is, but I totally shifted in in every way of my life. When you listen and you're present to a a bigger source, something bigger than us, orchestrating life um, magic happens and I saw that really clearly when I was 21 during that year of sort of just being blown open feeling like I had no idea who I was why I was here I started asking questions like that I've always journaled um, and I just noticed I was asking these bigger questions of why are you here what are you doing and I essentially 
dropped out of college after studying for five years I was three hours shy of getting my degree three hours yeah yeah and I just the rebel in me just said you know what I wasn't built for systems and Mm -hmm. I don't I got an education I don't need that piece of paper that says I did it wow and at at that time I I told myself I'm gonna be a millionaire and and I want to show people you don't have to get a piece of paper that's to be successful I just started waking up to when I asked those questions I started I started receiving the answers and I saw there is a the highest path the um like I saw an intellectual path for me which was as an astrophysicist working for NASA studying the nature of black holes which definitely interests me and what I realized is with the mystical path I'm essentially studying the black hole that is myself you know it's like instead of going outward you know it's about going inward and that's really what my journey has been about for the last 15 years and so I became a seeker I dropped out of school I was obsessed with Joseph Campbell in college and so I started essentially charting the hero's journey you know it's funny my my journey now that I'm hearing it or just like listening to myself tell it it's like it's all been spirit driven nothing I do is rational nothing for the last 15 years nothing is rational I just really am anchored and I know there's something bigger than me guiding me and I essentially started creating jobs and work doing all the things I love at a young age. Yeah, I just am f- just fully living in in the magic and the mystery that is everywhere all the time. And so part of what I love to do is help women specifically, but just people create space for that listening. Mm-hmm. Um listening what's the body's telling you listening to what the mind's telling you listening to the anything you get quiet if you have a question i believe spirit speaks in metaphor and will tell you very quickly through a crow or you know the plane going by whatever it is if you're willing to receive the answer you'll get it and so i love to show people that you can live your life that way and it can be fun and miraculous in every moment I believe we're creating our reality all the time and so what I want to help people do is create the reality that they want essentially their dream life yeah and um, I do that through lots of different avenues there's so much of what you said that i have like follow-ups on if you don't mind totally. if i backtrack a little bit too. not at all sorry if i also no no <laughs> like i just feel like i wish someone was asking the questions for me because i just want to listen to you <laughs> but the first question i have is you mentioned that you had a near-death experience mm-hmm. uh, do you mind telling us what happened yeah um or no i don't mind um I don't know exactly. I think it was a mixture of stress and I was on a cocktail of prescription drugs that essentially my dad prescribed me, you know, like called the doctor and was like, she needs these things. And um, I wasn't sleeping because I had so much workload 
and yeah I don't know exactly like what it was that caused it It, like I said it was like the dark night of the soul it was almost like a mental break right um because I felt at my darkest point at that at that time but essentially I I was actually finishing a paper (laughs) and I just went to my one of my best friends house she lived across the street from our university and I lived really far and so I asked if I could stay at her house because I needed to get back as soon as the library opened to finish this paper and so I went to her house and I was going to sleep on her couch and I I remember I was reading this book and I was just thinking I read a little bit of the book just to get my mind off of school so that I could go to sleep and I was laying on the couch and I was just thinking about the book and then all, all of a sudden I felt just like a lightness in my being and even though the couch was right there I saw like a, a spirit like a and I I kind of you know I was like oh that's interesting like am I hallucinating yeah. like is that real what's going on but it was very calming I wasn't scared and like I said like the, the downloads this was before I went to Australia this was my spiritual awakening but this is like the beginning of what I consider my downloads like I was just receiving this information and I saw my life flash before my eyes and I got like wow I I understand why I had such a full crazy life before 21 years old because I'm dying at 21 Mm. and I remember feeling before like or even just seeing my life flash before my eyes. Like, I had so many experiences. We moved every year growing up. Wow. So I went to a lot of schools. I had a lot of experience. I had a lot of freedom because my mom was a single mom. Yeah. I just remember thinking, like, okay, I had a full life because I'm dying at 21. Well, there's a couple interesting components. Um, I was suffering from an eating disorder at that time. And one of the visions that I got was of Mary Kate Olson in a hospital bed suffering from an eating disorder and I had this what what came to me was at least you didn't go out like that and I text my mom I grabbed my phone because I knew I was just like I felt like I was just like hanging on by a thread to this body or no, I text myself because I knew if I text my mom at whatever time it is that I'm dying not going to go over well, but I know they're going to look at my phone. And so, and this was even before smartphones. So I text myself, it was like five text messages long because you could only do like 60 characters. (laughs) And I basically wrote a letter to my mom saying, you know, I went in peace, you know, tell Ladybug and Scott and my dad, I love them. Everything is fine. Um, And I wrote that. I wrote, at least I didn't go out like Mary Kate. And that's probably part of why I remember that piece of the story piece of what happened basically in that um I I was curious like who is a spirit that's guiding me through my death and what I got was Heath Ledger and I was like okay and then at some point during this I had this like euphoric feeling come over me and it was like this is what it feels like when you meet your soulmate and I had this moment in my death experience of like, oh my God, Heath Ledger's my soulmate, but I'm dying and like, <laughs> now I don't get to be with him. Like, 
what a bummer. <laughs> and um, yeah, I woke up the next day. I just remember like my eyes flashing open and seeing the back of my friend's couch. And I just thought, no, no, no way. Like I can't still be here. Like I cannot go to school right now and finish this paper. Like yeah. I was liberated from everything. And now I'm back here. Like I felt so trapped instantaneously. I just felt like this can't be real. This can't be real. I just had so much resistance to the fact that I was in my body again. And I told my friend what happened. I went to school. She called me at four o'clock in the afternoon. (laughs) And she said, Sarah, where are you? I said, I'm driving home from school. She said, you need to pull over. And I said, why? She said, Sarah, Heath Ledger died last night. I instantly felt him in the passenger seat. It was like a presence. And the only thing I could relate it to is because I grew up like in church I took myself to church but like a Jesus figure like this presence of like oh my god and yeah I didn't like I said the next three months were completely fragmenting for me I I mean I I think probably the next thought I had was I'm crazy I'm crazy (laughs) but like (laughs) I'm so like were you think were you a big Heath Ledger fan like did you think about him often no I mean you know I thought he was cute and like I love just like anyone else yeah wow yeah yeah and so essentially through this dark night of the soul period Uh he was guiding me through it and I feel he's still one of my main guides and it's crazy actually how many weavings have occurred because of him I believe um, that I didn't even know were orchestrated by him at first you know just becoming like going to Australia meeting I have friends who are actors in LA who I've been friends with for over a decade and only recently found out that they were closely connected to Heath Ledger like I had his best friend in the passenger seat of my car. I offered an, another friend. He was in town. My friend was like, oh, my friend's in town. I was like, oh, I'll take him to Five Rhythms, which is an embodiment practice I do. Mm-hmm. And within, we were in the car maybe eight minutes. And as we're driving there, I'm telling him about my near-death experience. Like the whole story yeah, with Heath Ledger and like, everything? Well, it was just like, oh, I had a, I don't, I don't even know. I, I remember parking my car and I turned to him and he has t- he's looking at me and he has tears running down his face and he's like Sarah Heath was my best friend and he died on my birthday yeah I'm getting so many chills (laughs) (laughs) okay keep going keep going so yeah I mean essentially I yeah I started journaling a lot just no like feeling like I need to uh, I needed to process it and get it out and also just document like what was happening yeah but I had a turning point where I did for a while I was like I'm crazy like I'm crazy nobody gets me nobody's gonna get this who am I gonna tell I mean I tried to tell my mom well I told her but she it was sort of like you know when you can't relate yeah (laughs) it's like 
she was like okay it's not that she didn't get it but it was just like her daughter is just telling her that like Heath Ledger came to her the night that he died and like she had a near-death experience and what are you gonna do yeah um but yeah I felt him guiding me and then like I said my whole life changed everything changed and yeah I I didn't realize for many years that he was guiding me but then um do you know who Kyle Cease is no he's a comedian turned transformational coach but he's a good friend of mine like a year and a half ago or something we were out to dinner and I think I mentioned something about Heath or something oh Andrew Keegan do you know who Andrew Keegan is no, I don't know okay. names yeah Have he's, he's an actor he okay. was in 10 things I hate about you with Heath Ledger oh he was yeah he was the rich guy okay so he's also a friend of mine so that's where I like started piecing these things together I'm like wow all these people are connected to Heath and um yeah, we were out to dinner, and then he said he was like, you know, I was in 10 things I hate about you. And I was like, you were? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, wow. Like, I just didn't realize how, how connected. I mean, I knew everything was connected, but, you know, sometimes you, we don't know. Everything's connected. Yeah. But when you start to see the, the different threads. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, essentially, nine months later when that guy walked into the room okay that was the feeling i got in my body oh and it was like it flooded me the feeling you got the night he said this is what it feels like when you meet your soulmate ultimately that guy is one of my soulmates you know i've asked you know i've been angry before around like why did you make me believe this? Like, not at him, but the universe of like, why did you plant the seed when at one point he was engaged and married different people to, Uh you know, other people? And it just felt like, why? You know, I feel like I've asked that question so many times. Um... And I'm okay with never knowing because, like I said, I've spent so long trying to figure out what the connection is about. What I've come to understand is that we knew everything. We chose to forget. Like, that's part of the game. Coming back to Earth. Like, we create these soul contracts with people that help us on our journey. Essentially, help each other remember who we are. Walking, as Ram Dass says, help. we're just all walking each other home. A lot of times these relationships and these soulmates, Mm -hmm. they end up teaching me a lot about myself and oftentimes they're reflecting things that I'm not seeing or willing to see. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Um, I am curious if you've had any other soulmates in your life and you could, if you could tell us about that. Oh yeah. I mean, I've dated, you know, quite a few people, but it's like, for me, it's so much energetics. I can see pretty instantly, like if there's compatibility or not of like, 
So it is pretty rare, and that's why I can name those seven guys. Yeah. Actually, two of them are women. Okay. Yeah. And I have been in a relationship with one of them, and then one of them, she totally broke my heart. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. We were both these wounded birds. We met at a, re- a retreat. Oh, did <laughs> you know, really? we were like this, like, wounded birds that had the same wound of, like, mm. being in love with someone who wasn't in love with us. Mm. Ultimately, she ended up leaving me because of she knew how much I was in love with this other guy. And she was oh. like, I feel the connection between you guys. We weren't even in communication, him and I. She was like the connection, but I told him about her, her about him. And she was like, I know that if he comes back, you're going to be gone in a heartbeat. Was that true? I didn't think it was, and that was what was really heartbreaking of us, like, wow, I really feel like I'm, like, loving you fully, and it's heartbreaking that you think that, and you're leaving me because of that fear, but yeah, you know, we're still friends, and... You're um, still friends with her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask a follow-up. I hope it's okay that I ask this. (laughs) Totally. Um, do you have any regrets about that? Like, do you kind of wish that she, you, like, you weren't so into this guy so things would have worked out with her, or? No. Okay. Yeah, it was perfect. Um, yeah, I feel like we fulfilled our soul contract. Uh Uh-huh. And, um, yeah. So another, well, it's a request, you said, for, my cousin (laughs) has a request for you, if you don't mind, um. So being in the field that you're in, is there like a tool you could give my audience as far as like manifestation and like all of that goes? Totally. Okay. I'll teach you guys this. There's something called the wheel of manifestation. Okay. And I learned this from my alchemy teacher, Avery. He's amazing. Okay. So basically it's like a, um, like a diamond, like a square on its side. So the top. Is that a diamond? Not a diamond. What's a square in its... Well, square. It's like a side square. Side square. Know. Okay. <laughs> With uh, one of the points pointing up and one yeah, down. Yeah. Okay. So the first point is um, fire. Okay. Truth. So you anchor in the present moment. If you want to manifest something, you anchor in the present moment. It is March 27th, 2021. We are in Balboa Park in San Diego on planet Earth. Uh-huh. We're here. The next, you move over to the next uh, point, which is the thought. So I'm thinking the thought. Um, for instance, what's something that you would like to manifest in your life? Um. <laughs> Should we it could be. It could be anything. I was gonna tell her. What we, no. <laughs> okay, it's a wild dream. Like, it's really wild. Okay, I'm okay. telling you, I've never done anything. Um, uh, yes. So I think it would be crazy and really cool. And why not? You yes, know, it would be exactly. really fun if me and my cousin started a band. Okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm just, I've been trying to recruit my cousins for like the past five years. Nobody wants to do it with me. And I really think like, what's the worst that can happen? Totally. We learn how to play an instrument. Like, uh, so that's what I want to manifest. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. So you're thinking the thought. Okay. I started a band because really what you want to do is you want to anchor and it's already done. Okay. 
So I want to anchor as if it's already done. Exactly. You want okay. to anchor this that reality. Okay. Because what happens is with the law of vibration, the way it works is we have this experience mm-hmm. and then we're faced with this experience. And so we continue to perpetuate that experience. So basically okay. you not having a band perpetuates you not having a band. Right. But if you can anchor into, I have a band with my cousins. I do have a band. Exactly. Okay. And then you you move to the next point, which is the feeling. Okay. How does it feel? It feels... To have a band with your cousins. So cool. I feel like the coolest person in the world. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just feel into that feeling of like, wow, I like you're on stage. What instrument are you playing? <laughs> are you drums. singing? You're I'm the, the drums. You're the drummer. The drums sometimes singer. We're still trying to figure that out. <laughs> All right, great. So you're playing the drums. Yeah. What are you playing? Are, are well, you singing? You, you still haven't figured that out yet. You, she's behind the scenes. All right. Songwriter. All right. Songwriter. Songwriter. Yeah. Awesome. You need those. Very important. Yeah. So feeling into the feeling in the body, and then the next point, and that's actually water. So it's fire air is thought uh-huh. water is the feeling in okay. the body and then the sensation earth so okay. that's the way that you anchor in the 3d realm this third dimension is the five senses and this is the piece that so many people miss how does it feel how does it feel to, like feel the drumsticks in your hand can you feel the drumsticks can you can you feel the seat of the cushion uh-huh. underneath you uh-huh. can you feel the energy coming from the crowd can you hear them clapping yeah. can you hear the drums yes can you taste the beverage of your choice that you're gonna sip one because you're like sweating bullets <laughs> in the middle of your set uh-huh yeah yeah can you see all of your cousins on stage with you jamming out having the best time ever inspiring so many people to do whatever it is that they want to create for themselves yes yeah yes and then you let it go you just let it go just let it go you let it go and the analogy i love with this with manifestation is like when you're putting in an order to the universe it's like having a server like you go to a restaurant you look at the menu and you're like, oh, okay, this is what I want. And mm-hmm. the server comes over. It's like, what would you like? You tell them your order and they go and they bring you your food. You know it's coming. There's not one point during after you place your order where you're like, I wonder if the food's going to come. Do you think that we're going to get it? Right. Do you think it's going to come? I wonder if it's going to come. And normally when you just interact with the people who are there, you do something else, you don't think about it. It comes before you even expect it. But what happens is we have this attachment to it coming that it actually perpetuates that vibration of not having it because you're experiencing not having it. And the analogy I love with the waiter is like when if you held them and you're like, this is what I want. 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 If they don't go put in the order, they can never bring it to you. So you put in your order. You let them go. And they bring it to you. My order's in. Your order's in. You oh. say, thank you more, please. And this is a great exercise to do in the mornings or at night. Okay. So wait, so Especially I, at night. So I do, do I manifest that specific thing multiple times? Well, or you, I, I think you're a powerful manifester. You already just did right, You just cool. did it. And you could, if you wanted, like before you went to bed of just like, here I am. I'm mm-hmm. planet earth. My band just started. It feels so good in my body. We have practice tomorrow morning right. and I'm so excited. You know, and, and the more that you can anchor into those sensations, those feelings, mm-hmm. the better. Okay. Um, 
yeah that's just I feel like the piece like we have all these tools that we hear about all the time but people I, I don't feel like they I, I was never taught that besides anywhere f- besides my alchemy teacher of like when you the really the way to anchor something into the three, 3d reality is feel it like it's already happened and the okay. best way to do that is through the five sensations okay and then letting it go all right sweet wow Thanks I can't wait to hear about your band I know I can't wait to tell I can't you about wait it. to <laughs> go see you guys play live <laughs> You'll be the first person we invite. <laughs> Hope I get backstage passes. <laughs> um, well, thanks for that. I, yeah. I'm sure like my listeners are going to be sitting there like uh, manifesting stuff. I was going to ask you specifically, what could I and my community do for you? Because you've done so much for us. Um, and so like it could be anything. I think I suggest you shouting out your YouTube channel, starting opening it like tonight. And like, so that there's a link I could put in the description of everywhere I'm going to post this. Um, but it could be other things too. Yeah, it could be anything. What What do you, what could we do for you? You're so sweet. <laughs> so kind. Um, yeah, I, I just want you to keep doing what you're doing, what you're both doing, your whole team. I mean, it's so beautiful and really for your subscribers of like an invitation to really live life on the court you know it's so easy to get stuck watching other people live their lives so many people don't believe that they have gifts to offer the world and I see so many people that get stuck sitting on the bleachers and watching other people live their lives and what I want to invite your subscribers to do is what you're doing, you know, getting out there, following these sparkly breadcrumbs, talking to strangers, getting inquisitive, asking spirit or guides, or maybe you don't even know, um, for messages and guidance, because this life can be so fun and fulfilling in every single moment. And yeah, really all I I want is for you to keep doing what you're doing because it's such a gift. And yeah, I, I feel like I don't need anything or have any requests in this moment. Um, uh, I think that's beautiful, but I also, if you're not going to say it, I'm going to say it. The link to our YouTube channel <laughs> is in the description. <laughs> Check it out. Honestly, like, Aww. we're just seeing glimpses of Sarah right now, and I know there's, like, so much more to you. Um, so, and, you know, like, I don't think it's fair that they always have to come to my episode to see you. Like, why not just go directly to you through your, your YouTube channel, show her some love. Uh, work your magic for her too (laughs) and we have like a the questions cool from the listeners are you happy slash happier since the episode i guess we know that you're happy but are you would you say you're happier yeah Yeah. i would say that i'm happier okay good yeah so this one's interesting i think they specifically asked this because you are a very forgiving person um, they said, is there anyone in your life that you haven't forgiven? Mm. I'm sure. <laughs> um, you know, I really, I believe forgiveness is for ourselves. 
I think that true healing and alignment occurs when you forgive everybody. And there's places in my life that I don't feel like are flowing completely. Mm. And so that's what makes me believe there are definitely people in my life that I haven't forgiven. But it's not my intention. My intention is to practice forgiveness Mm. for everybody that I come across. And again, it's like I said, once you've been to the other side, you realize like... Anything that you're holding that doesn't feel good is only harming yourself. It is my intention to forgive everybody in my life if I haven't forgiven them yet. <laughs> me too. I want that for me too. It's, it's hard though. Sometimes people hurt you so bad that it's like hard to forgive them. Well, but. I think it's like one of my favorite sayings is hurt people hurt people. I know. I always say that too. And when you can see their inner child wounded and craving love and seeking to be seen and heard and understood it's most likely why they acted in the way that they did and yeah I've said that phrase so many times to hurt people hurt people and uh, I always said it with like to try to express that like when someone would tell me like you know someone said something to me and it hurt and I like it just like a, a, as a way of like comforting them like the way you just did for me like you know like hurt people hurt people but recently I've been looking at it in a different way and it makes me want to forgive even more mm-hmm. it's like what if I'm on the other end of that because I'm hurt I'm hurting people you know totally right so that's totally. why I don't want to be hurt so I don't hurt people so <laughs> like um I mean there I don't have that many like there's probably like I probably will probably even cut this part out because I don't even like talking about it but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna cry. Jeez, why am I about to cry? It's okay if you do. And you already said you're gonna cut it out, so I definitely know. cry. <laughs> I just, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to cry right now. If I wanted to cry, I would. But yeah, so like, um, oh my god. And <laughs> let let yourself feel it. So, how how what do you feel right now? What are the feelings that come up? Like I have no idea. It's okay. Confusion. let yourself feel it and if you can put a name to it do it just say I feel I am Um. I have tears coming out of my eyes just (laughs) name the things that come up got tears in my eyes I feel like you guys are looking at me I don't like crying (laughs) I love it I love that you're crying right now because I feel like it's, I feel like crying is so healing. I feel like it's one of the most heal. It's feel like it's nectar. It's like nectar of the gods. So when I, so I was like, cry, cry. <laughs> you're doing, you're saying the things I say to people when they're crying in front of me. <laughs> it's like interesting to be on the other side, but yeah, I guess <clears throat> like I just have this fear Like, there's so much, like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, it's also, this is so good. I'm sorry to feel so happy right now, but I'm so (laughs) happy right now. (laughs) Is that why you ask people their secrets? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, th this took a turn. <laughs> I don't know how to forgive people on my own. I can show you. <laughs> I do an exercise called tapping. Have you ever heard of it? EFT? No. Yeah. And so we have these meridian points all over our body and we can tap through them and reprogram these emotional points. And you just go through these. So at the top of the head, the, merid the top of the eyebrows basically, the, the temples, under the eyes, under the nose, the chin, then we have these like two reset points. I kind of like where it's like where the like uh, gorillas. Are. It's like these emotional reset points. And basically, what it does is it alerts the body, like, "Hey, I want to reprogram my my emotions right now." Like under the bra, basically, like under the ribs, mm -hmm. bra line, and then the side, the ribs. And then you actually have the the thumb, fingers, and then you move to the back of this finger, back of this finger, and then here. And yeah, you just go through and you can do this with anything of like anytime I have, even like if I'm not like wanting to feel something. So let's just say, and, and um, repeat this, even though I don't want to be talking about this right now. <laughs> even though I don't want to be talking about this right now. I still love and accept myself. I still love and accept myself. Even though I feel like I don't understand forgiveness, even though I feel like I don't understand forgiveness. I still love and accept myself. <laughs> what are you feeling now? I'm really not thinking about anything. Great. Even though I'm not thinking about anything? <laughs> Even though I'm not thinking about anything. I still love and accept myself. I still love and accept myself. Inhale. How are you feeling? Good. I hear the birds. <laughs> Dang, why are the birds so loud? Because <laughs> your thoughts are so quiet. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they're celebrating. <laughs> You hear them too? Mm -hmm. Dang. <clears throat> well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> we could talk more off camera, but I need to wrap this up somehow. <laughs> um, you're so cool. <laughs> I don't use that lightly either. Like, it takes a lot for me to think someone's cool. I think you're just like, one of the coolest people I've ever met. Likewise. So, yeah. <laughs> so too. thank you, um, everyone. Check out her channel. And yeah, I don't, my mind, my mind's kind of fogged up. So we're just gonna end it there. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, that was crazy. <laughs> I didn't sign up for that. <laughs>